Welcome to the Life Signatures Podcast with Lawrence Namale. Lawrence is a life coach, author, and keynote speaker who loves to tackle different topics on purpose, productivity, and resilience. His mission in life is to awaken all your boundless possibilities available in you. Life Signatures Podcast is dedicated to bring to reality every single person who knows that deep down in their gut, there's got to be more to life than this. And now, here is your host, Lawrence Namale. Hello world and welcome once again to yet another episode on Life Signatures Radio. Today we are coming to the very end of this season one where we have been talking about preparation. How important preparation has been in the past several episodes. You will be the judge of that. And uh, today we will go right straight into the topic and we are talking about how to start being prepared for life. I know there are very many aspects of this topic that we've tackled the past uh, nine or so, eight or so episodes. And uh, this being the very last episode in season one of preparation, I like to thank you so much for sticking around and uh, tuning in all the time that we've been uploading these uh, episodes on Life Signatures Radio. Just a quick update. In the next season, we will be talking about a very important aspect of life and that is being irreplaceable. Uh, you want to check out for that. You want to stay tuned uh, for that. It's going to be massively inspiring and thought-provoking and challenging. So let's get started in uh, this final episode of how to start being prepared for life. You know, it is better to be prepared and never get an opportunity than not to be prepared and lose an opportunity. That's a tweetable quote right there. And if you're tweeting, you can tweet right ahead and quote me. It is better to be prepared and never get an opportunity than not to be prepared and lose an opportunity. Talking of opportunity makes the subject matter even a little bit interesting. However, let's talk about life. There are several things that are constant in life. The flow of life from one level to another level is a function of being prepared. I have said this over and over again and I will say it again. The flow of life from one level to another is a function of being prepared. If you do not prepare to get married, chances are that you won't. Seriously. If you don't get prepared to pass your examinations, chances are that you won't. And I'm not talking about preparation in terms of fasting and praying. I'm not against that because I've seen kids in some schools who are saying that you know we are children of the living god we don't need to study all we need to do is to fast and pray listen if you don't get prepared for your examinations chances are you won't get ready for them you won't pass them if you do not prepare to be great chances are that even if you had the potential you will still be mediocre let me say that again if you don't get prepared to be great Chances are that even if you had the potential, you will still be mediocre. If you do not prepare to succeed, chances are that you won't. If you do not prepare to be wealthy, chances are that even if you are highly spiritual, 
you will still not achieve that goal. You can take that to the bank. Let me tell you a snapshot of my story and uh, how preparation fits into this. The very first job I got, I walked out of it. Probably I've mentioned this. I walked out of it because I was literally tired of this. And by a connection, a friend of mine, a mentor of mine who opened a door for me, I was able to get employment in a different organization. I moved to a higher level or than the previous job that I had worked out of. Let me tell you something about being connected by someone else. You are the one in charge of what you do after you've been connected. In other words, once I've opened the door for you, I am not responsible for keeping you in that organization. And let me tell you what happened after the door was opened for me. To be honest with you, I have no, I have this inkling that I would have no chance getting that opportunity if it wasn't for the sake of my friend or my mentor opening the door for me. I wouldn't have merit, wouldn't have taken me there. But one aspect of being prepared is having connections. And uh, one day we're going to have uh, a chat, another long season where we'll talk specifically about connections. It's a subject matter in my heart. And I believe that it's going to be worthwhile uh, for us to tune in and to listen to it. So when I got into this job, I figured out my way in there. In fact, by the third day, I was just about to quit. Why? Because this was a new thing, a new startup, so to speak, in the country. And it was doing something revolutionary. And I believe, I know CNN came and uh, interviewed us later on. This new project was something revolutionary and we were figuring it out. And in the process of figuring it out, we were working so hard. You needed to be at work by 8 and the client, our client, needed the report by 8. Which means if you had to do the report and the report was for the previous day, people are working all the way up to 5 o'clock. And if they're working up to 5 o'clock, then you have to give them up to 6 or up to 7 to send in their reports. And when they send in their reports, you have to pray and fast and trust that the internet is not going to let you down. Long story short, we used to leave office at around 9 p.m., 10 and so on. And I did this for three consecutive days. My body wanted to shut down and I wanted to quit. I literally wanted to quit. But I hung on for a while because there were some changes that were made. Number one, the client said, you do not have to bring to us the report at 8 a.m. You can at least do it by 10. That gave me some breathing space and I stayed on. But I made a decision that day and going forward. Once I sat down and I had mastered my work and I was churning in, the same thing happened to me like in the previous job where I would be through with my work by 10 a.m. in the morning and the rest of the day, uh, let me just confess, the rest of the day all I would do was to chat on chat rooms and educational forums. You guys might not know what chat rooms are, but we used to have those things those days. And uh, if you were on a chat room, you had arrived. I'm telling you, we didn't have WhatsApp, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you. And so we had chat rooms. Those were the in things. And uh, I'm not going to go into all those things. However, I realized that I was better than what I was doing at that moment. 
and I made a decision. Maybe I was stupid because I looked at what my boss was doing, my immediate boss was doing, and I was heard saying that I can do what she's doing and I can do even much better. And I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I should have just harbored it in my heart or in my spirit and just left it to go. And, and so I decided deep inside my spirit that I'm going to dress the way I want to be addressed. I'm going to dress as if I am a manager. And that's exactly what I did in the Nairobi weather. It allows you to dress nicely. You put on a jacket, you put on a singlet, you put on a tie and, and so on. And that used to be my mode of operation from Monday to Friday. And people took note. I will never forget there's a time when my follower brother was sick and he needed some medicine that was not in the general hospital. So he texted me or they called me from hospital and I had to drop everything I was doing. Incidentally, that day I was dressed to kill, so to speak. And so I went, uh, got permission, and I went out there to look for that drug in industrial area. And as I was busy being stressed by the condition my brother was in and he urgently needed medicine, I got a text from my boss, the boss of my immediate boss. And this text read this. It said, we know you have gone for an interview and we are wishing you well. I have never been so mad at a human being from that day and uh, I kind of just blacklisted this man out of my life. It was very insensitive. The point is that my dressing like a boss, I was actually being addressed like a boss. In fact, one day as my CEO called me into the office and said, can you, can you just be truthful? You're going for those interviews, aren't you? I said, no, I dressed well because it makes me feel good. And actually it does. When you dress yourself well, you feel good. People respect you. You respect yourself. Little did I know that that small tweak in my approach in life to dress to kill, to dress the way I wanted to be addressed was a preparation for me. It was sending signals into the world and long story short, I became the very manager, in fact, higher than, than what I had even imagined. I became an expatriate. And I know that that is just a small aspect of it. However, there are very many other things. The bottom line is that every single detail that culminated into my quote-unquote promotion is summed up in one word, can be summed up in one word, and that word is preparation. You see, nothing in life happens arbitrarily. I think I uh, must have said this a gazillion times. When I have realized in my own life is that for the most part of my life, I have not been consciously preparing myself for greatness. When I realized that, it woke me up. I have been aching out a living trying to make ends meet. The problem with that way of living is that you can always eke a living. You can always make ends meet day in and out. And before you know it, you have come to the end of your life. When the curtain closes in on you, questions will start coming. What happened to your potential? Was it fully exploited? What happened to the people that you were sent to deliver? Did they even know you existed? What happened to the privileges of living to deploy your purpose? Did you realize you had that privilege anyway? 
what happened to the ideas that you always had bubbling through your mind did you ever exploit them to the fullest vis-a-vis aching out a living see the answer to those questions will be commensurate to the level of preparation that you put into your life life has got to be more productive than aching out a living the only way that this happens is when we realize that we ought to prepare for it but come to think about it if you do not know that you have potential in the first place that you have opportunities to the degree of exploiting that potential chances are that you will not even venture you will not even prepare so imagine if i were to tell you that i will take you for a trip around the world what will you do i mean your day-to-day living will you sit around doing nothing of course you will be excited to begin with you will want to put your house in order before you can go for the trip you will want to make sure that your passport is up to date in other words the knowledge that you are going for a trip will force you to prepare for it one of the biggest laments that god himself has god do you know god is limited he said my people perish for lack of knowledge and so it is with life i have found out that the biggest reason why people do not prepare to succeed in life is because they do not have the knowledge about success they are not aware in what area they would love to succeed ask a christian what they want from god and they will say i want to be blessed they have no idea what that looks like do they want to be blessed in agriculture in business in work in finances in marriage in, i mean what do you mean you want to be blessed that knowledge is critical they are not aware why they want to succeed in life in the first place and i think that that is the greatest paradox of life and success and this is why some people who seem successful are disillusioned because they have no clue how to apply that success to life let me make it simple for you you are successful so that you can be a blessing in the earth it is that pure it is that simple so if you have no idea why you want to be successful or if you have no idea that you want to be successful in the first place chances are you are you ain't going to get prepared you know what you're going to be doing you're going to be aching out a living an exercise i normally give my coaching clients is this i ask them what is your plan for 100 million dollars in other words if all you needed to do is to create a plan for 100 million dollars and it will be yours and i had it in my briefcase what are you going to put in that plan maybe you should take that exercise also and le- let me tell you this that we lack because we don't prepare i believe with all of my heart that the the person who has sat down and has crafted a plan for that 100 million dollars i believe with my heart they're going to get it here is the thing i'm ready to bet that that cash has been eluding people because they have not been minding about it they have not been preparing themselves for it for the most part when people think about money that they do have or what they can expect in terms of income that's all they think about people seldom plan for dream cash down to the dregs of details in, including me up to recently by the way yet that is the that is changing for me if my goal is to be worth 10 million dollars i need a plan in other words i need to prepare i need a plan on how i can handle that cash for example how much is allocated to my projects assuming that the projects are already 
conceptualized. How much is allocated to other people's projects, assuming that I have a heart to help certain groups of people? How much is allocated to investments, assuming that I have in-depth knowledge of what kind of investments suit me? How much is allocated to the next generation, assuming that I have a vision that spans my lifetime to the next generation and the next? How much is allocated to lifestyle, assuming that I am prudent enough to schedule my joys? How much is allocated to research, assuming that I am progressive enough to invest in science and technology for the greater good of the world? How much is allocated for other people's dreams? You know, I will never forget the day Oprah made people's dreams come true. I'll never forget the day she gave an audience cars. I'll never forget the day she went out there and gave people who needed houses, homes, and then she built a school. How much is allocated to spread the good news? It needs cash to spread it. How much is allocated to nurturing gifts and talents? This goes without saying that it needs to be in the plan. How much is allocated to building not just a home, a house? The list is only as long as your dreams. Which begs this question. What are your dreams? And are they documented? You see, those are the million dollar questions that you need to ask yourself. And honestly, very many people do not have a dream financial figure in their mind. As a guy, what is your dream financial figure? No clue. Chances are that they are afraid to dream or do not have time to dream or they have not made their dreams clear to the dregs of the details. Your financial dream might not be in the millions of dollars. In fact, your financial dream is directly proportional to the purpose you want to accomplish in life. So do you know what that purpose is? You see, many people have this backwards. People think about money, mostly not an accurate figure, yet do not know what in the world they will do even with a fraction of that money. Isn't it in wonder that we do not have or we do not see that money? Our challenge today is to craft to the very purest of detail what we will do with our dream bounty cash. If we can do this and look it over carefully, chances are that well below five years, that dream will be a reality. This is how you get started in being prepared to succeed in life. You obtain knowledge before you can prepare for success. Without the knowledge, there is no need for you to get started. What kind of knowledge would you need? Someone might be asking. Well, I think the first kind of knowledge that you need to download, to me, I believe is the knowledge of your purpose. And I'm going to talk about five or so types of knowledge or information that you need bodies of information that you need the first body of information is the knowledge of your purpose your purpose is what you have been sent on earth to do our greatest teacher in uh, the topic is dr miles munro the late dr miles munro he gives us five questions that i believe are absolutely critical and i normally tell my audiences that anybody who answers these questions is much better than the person who has a diploma a degree a phd and a master's combined the first question is who am i the second question is where do i come from the third question is why am i here the fourth question is what can i do and the fifth question is where am i going 
Your purpose is what you've been sent here on earth to do. You are not a freeloader. You are not a drifter on earth. You are on a mission and on a purpose. Find out what that mission and purpose are and then start preparing like crazy each waking day to fulfill it. Chances are that if you do not realize what your purpose in life is, you will live well below your privileges. You cannot wake up early to prepare for yourself for it. You will keep on aching and living. The second body of information that I think is absolutely important that will help you to live and be prepared for life is the knowledge of your opportunities. The word opportunity to me is a huge word. It is very interesting. You cannot see them unless you are preparing yourself for them. In other words, you don't see an opportunity and then you start preparing. You always see them when you are in motion. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of God, which means the more you walk, the more you are in motion, the more you get direction. When you are still, I know there's a place for you to stand still and wait, and that is normally a place where you know there is no immediately apparent information for you to act probably it's a place where there is a crisis there is a place for you to be still but the general rule of life is that you should be in motion when you are in motion that's when ideas come that's when opportunities are realized you will not see opportunities when you are seated on your bed watching cartoons a corollary of that statement says that when the student is ready the teacher appears. The reason why we do not see many opportunities come our way is because we are idle. We are not preparing or improving ourselves. The third body of knowledge that I think is important for you to, to have in life so that you can get prepared is the knowledge of needed capacity. What is required? Let's say that I need to create a stream of income where I can earn at least $150,000 each year through speaking. That is the output. For that output, I need to know what capacity I have to prepare myself in order to attract that output. That is why it is interesting to watch some people when they are preparing. They have an end in mind of the capacity that they are designed to reach. Others who have no knowledge of this will wake up at 10 a.m., sleep at 12 midnight doing pretty much nothing to do but eating and watching things they have no idea what life demands from them so they don't prepare they don't know their capacity that is needed from them the fourth body of knowledge that you need to help you prepare in life is the knowledge of your gifts and talents it is amazing how distrustful people are about their natural gifts and talent. We are so distrustful of this. It is mind-bogglingly frustrating. Those who bury their talents, Jesus calls them wicked servants. Yee. When I'm now aware that my gifts and talents are in writing and speaking, I daily prepare myself for the world stage with these two predominant gifts so should you and please do not tell me that you are not gifted yes you are find it out you want to find out what your gift and talent is ask Bible says ask it shall be given to you seek and you shall find knock 
and the door shall be open. I've never seen a human being who has set themselves on a course of self-discovery and fail. Never. The fifth body of knowledge that you need so that you can help yourself to get prepared is the knowledge of the end result. That talks about vision. Where are you going? That's what Miles Monroe asked. Where are you going? The end result. What in the world is the end result of your stay on earth? What is the end result? What is the output out of today? When this day ends, what is the end result of it? When the, the week ends, what is the result? What is the productive, prolific productive output out of the week, out of the month, out of the quarter of the year, out of this year? What is the productive, what is the end result out of it? You need to know that knowledge. It doesn't come from a textbook. It comes from your heart. It comes from your mind. It comes from your dreams. It comes from your desires. What if you knew that your preparation will give you the capacity to impact the life of a young girl in a remote area of the country? What if your calling was actually to that girl? What if that girl was your own daughter? This knowledge will move you to immediate action. You will want to be prepared for it. See, I think if people have knowledge on these things, then they will be motivated enough to get prepared for life. Five bodies of knowledge that you need to get prepared for life. Number one, the knowledge of your purpose. Whatever you do, get that knowledge. Number two, the knowledge of your opportunities. Number three, the knowledge of needed capacity. Number four, the knowledge of your gifts and talents. And lastly, number five, the knowledge of the end result. So I have come to learn that the race is not for the swift not the battle for the strong, but time and chance are given to us all. What we do with that time and chance is just one thing. Prepare ourselves for our moment. That is how we win with the race of life. Nothing else but preparation. And with those few remarks, <laughs> I would like to bring this season one where we've talked about preparation to close. I hope you've been blessed and uh, stay tuned. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Life Signatures Radio. If you enjoyed today's show, subscribe to Life Signatures Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or visit our website at lifesignatures.libsyn.com. Life Signatures Radio, fresh, clean, and inspiring.